0: What's going on, everyone out there? The highlighted podcast for all sports culture is back. It's Sully. It's Kurt. The duo is back. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about NBA first round because that shit's crazy. Some crazy stuff's going down, but also some non crazy stuff that was pretty much expected. Yeah. But we're going to cover it all, maybe touch on some fantasy football. I just drafted personally. Kurt's still waiting on his draft, but maybe we can help him out a little bit. You know, he needs to yeah. let help with his fantasy. He's had a rough history, I've heard, but. Uh, <laughs> Now I'll help him out a little bit, but without further ado, let's get into it. I mean, we could just go by, uh, we'll go by series. How about we do that? Yeah, Uh, let's go with me. So, all right, first off, we got to get it out of the way. We got to talk about Luca. If you see my name on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube. (laughs) I mean, if if you you listen to the
1: podcast, you know about Sully's love for Luca. If you listen to the podcast, you know,
0: I love Luca. I mean, the guy is just insane. Listen. He's 21 years old. He's dropping 43 points, 17 rebounds and 13 assists, hitting the game winner against probably the, the team that's favorited to win the title. Um, man's 21 years old. Nothing phases him. Like I said, I've said in the past, a lot of the problems with the Mavericks are their, like, you know, their clutch scoring. The last two minutes, they're one of the worst offenses. And it's crazy because before that, the rest of the game, they're actually the best offense in the NBA. Um, one of the best of all time, statistically. But the last two minutes, they kind of disappeared. Um, and that's kind of, you know, Luka is that guy. So it is definitely on him. He's been pretty bad from the clutch if you look statistically this year. I mean, I, I think before that, he's maybe hit one game winner this year. I think he was like 0 for 9 at some point. Um, but when does it matter, Kurt? When does it matter? As- As- it, matters then- it matters in the playoffs. It matters in the playoffs, man. And Luca's hitting the three-pointer to win the game three feet behind the line. The man's the man's got ice in his veins. I can't believe
1: you. that we were actually having a conversation on if Luca will show up in the playoffs because we've never seen it before. And oh, uh, that's now I think we've proved, or I think he's proved his answer, and that's a yes. And um, to kind of talk about it, you know, Luca obviously, without him, the Mavericks are completely nothing. He's not, I would say, quote, unquote, carrying this Mavericks team, but he is 100% the best player on the court, and he's 100% leading that Mavericks team to where they are now, to a 2-2 series. Um, that was a huge win for the Mavericks. And if you look at what they did in game two, this series could easily be 3-1. The Mavericks. I mean, have,
0: if, if Chris Absen did get ejected, this definitely could be That's what I'm saying. And yeah.
1: like, there's a lot of Which things. Which, that was ridiculous.
0: Right? That was so absurd. Like,
1: so, to me, oh it's God. like the Mavericks could easily be in a 3-1 situation if, I guess you could say the cards fold the right way. Um, and it's against where a lot of people are saying the best team in the NBA. And that just goes to show if they can get past the Clippers, how far can this team really go? Are they just a first round, I guess, upset, or do they have the capability of beating the best team? that a lot of people are saying in the NBA and potentially going to the Western Conference finals, and maybe even the NBA finals. I know that sounds stupid because this Mavericks team, when you look at them from a in-depth analysis is really not supposed to be in the NBA finals, but what they've proved to me in the four games, I know game three was a little bit weird for them, but game one and game two, even though they lost, um, what was it? Game two, I think it was like, they still played very well those first two games. like I said, game three wasn't, you know, amazing, but then in game four, what they proved yesterday was sensational. And to me, the Clippers, since, you know, I've been praising the Mavericks. One thing I want to say about the Clippers is, you know, the team is phenomenal. And when everyone is healthy, we've seen time in and time out what this team can do. And I know you think they're amazing by thinking that they can go to the finals. And to me, I will not be surprised that they win the whole thing because of how exceptional they are. But to me, and I know he's getting a lot of criticism, but Paul George needs to step up. The man is oh shooting God, so poorly. So and I don't want it to seem like it's a trend hating on Paul George. But – If we're going to be completely honest, he came and Kawhi wanted a second superstar in LA, and he is not showing at all like a second superstar. What we've seen from the last year, a lot of people thought at one point he should be the MVP of last season. Now, would you even say he's a top 40 or 50 player? No, not in this series. Not even close. So it's incredible to me. I understand you have other key assets on that team to where it kind of makes up for his poor performance. But if you really want to be an NBA title contender, you have to step up, Paul George, and you cannot rely on Kawhi Leonard taking all of the load as the number one superstar. You have to step up.
0: I I agree. And we do get a lot of flack for agreeing with each other. But, Kurt, I agree with you. I think Paul George, he honestly, hasn't been good at, like, at many times this year. Like, overall, this entire year, he's been pretty and bad. I really
1: was not expecting that at all because – when you look at, like I already mentioned from 2019, I was yeah. like, this Paul George guy was, I thought he was the best player in the Thunder. He, and I thought a lot of yeah, people yeah, he disagreed was, with he that. He was nasty. Know? Right. And Until then he, he had to, that shoulder injury. Then he, right. Then he comes to the Clippers. And I'm like, okay, you cannot tell me that Paul George, and probably, you know, some people say the best player in the league. I think he's probably top two or top three. in Kawhi no, Leonard. Top one. how are they not going to? work well together under a fantastic coach and doc rivers and a fantastic organization so clippers at the beginning of the season was obviously my pick to win but as you look at the regular season what you were saying not going to say like they didn't play well because obviously they played phenomenal they got the two seed but there were some things that i was still i guess you could say i didn't i like teams more than them i still like the bucks and the lakers a little bit more than those clippers team which i think a lot of some people disagree with but all in all, this Clippers team still very good. I'm not going to write them off. I still think they're a Western Conference Finals team, probably an NBA Finals team. I'm not going to write them off after one game or four games, but it's a wake up call.
0: It definitely is a wake up call. If, if uh, playoff P, which also does anyone know how he got this name? Did he name himself that? I'm I'm just Actually confused. Don't know. And- is it a meme? Is it supposed to be like playoff P? Like he's horrible think, in the playoffs? I well, think, yeah,
1: either he's called himself playoff P or everyone calls him playoff P. And, of course, now that he's not showing up, everyone's like, ha
0: <laughs> yeah. so Did you see, see that meme about it, How, why they call him playoff P? No, I didn't see it. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Some guy tweeted it, and he's like, oh, I figured out why they call him playoff P. The the, enemy, the opposing coach is like, yo, guys, double quiet. We can playoff P. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. I was shitting my It's unreal. Anyway. Um. Yeah, heard it here first. Mavericks are sweeping the Bucks in the finals. There we
1: go. No, I, would, I would
0: love to see Luca in the finals. Imagine You're if Luca wins the finals. Final. Yeah. If Luca wins Finals MVP
1: at 21 years old, I'm he's see- going to be the goat. No, I'm he's serious. GOAT. If all right, like I'm serious. If Luca wins Finals MVP at 21, like where would you rank him all the time? Like I don't. As, I, I I feel bad because I everyone's gonna be like, whoa, hold the yeah yeah all yeah. the horses, but. I mean, he's done something that legitimately no one else has done.
0: Yeah. So I he's number one for me if he wins this and year. He's better than Jordan.
1: I don't <laughs> I like if he wins the finals and finals MVP and he goes on this miraculous run, would he be the best player in the world?
0: Um
1: I don't I think you gotta give him that title. I don't know. I don't know if it's ready. I don't know if I'm ready to give him that prestigious title, but at the same time, it's like, how could you not? Like, yeah. what else did he have to prove at that age to not get that title?
0: It's it's such a hard title to give. As much as people want to argue over it, it really is, like, very right. hard and to give I don't want to just yeah. throw
1: out, you're the best in the world, because that belongs to only one person. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, you could say, like, Luca is – in my opinion, like, he's kind of outplaying Kawhi, but at the same time, the argument for Kawhi could be, like, obviously, he's playing way better defense, and he's also not turning the ball over as much as Luka, and he has a better team, so he doesn't have to do as much, like, that's kind of an argument, but, like, if you need a win from, a, like, if you need, if it's a game seven, and you need a win, like, most 90% of people are going to pick Kawhi instead of Luka, so yeah. it's, like, how do you really determine who's the best? If one is outplaying the other and has putting up better stats, but then the other one is you're going to pick if you need a win. So it's like, I don't know. How, do you, just, how do you quantify It's just it?
1: hard to compare players in the NBA. Like Kawhi and Luka, while they're exceptional players, they play a pretty different style of basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's hard to really compare them and like which – I think it's fairly easy like if you're looking at a specific category, which one you choose. But like it's so yeah. hard to compare Like, because people obviously are going to value other attributes over others. So it's. it's Well, that's why there's
0: usually not a consensus best player in the world. Right. There was really only that when it was like Jordan, because he was dominating every single game and LeBron for a good portion, because he was also dominating every single game. Right. But, I mean, Luka dominates. Kawhi dominates. They have their off games, you know, because everyone's really good in the NBA. There's no consensus best player in the NBA right now. There's no consensus. And I
1: know I've said this before, but everyone always worries about what the future of the NBA kind of looks like. You know, from, like, Jordan, they'd be like, who come after him? And it was obviously Kobe. Then after Kobe, it was LeBron. After LeBron, you could say it's – I mean, he's still really doing it, LeBron at this age. Yeah. But – you know, we saw some Kevin Durant. And now in the future, we're going to get Giannis. We're going to get Luca, We're going to get, like, Trey. Like, basketball's in great hands. No one should be oh, worried yeah. whatsoever.
0: It's in the best hands. It's in Luca's hands. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well,
1: let's – right,
0: so, all right. So, let's make our predictions. Mavericks-Clippers, it's 2-2 right now. What are you thinking? I'm the not going to say it's six. I'm going to say Mavericks at
1: 7. Look, here's the thing. My bias getting in the way? Yeah, it is. But it's okay. The Clippers – I would want nothing more than the Mavericks to win in six or seven. Because I, with you, I I love upsets. I love Luka. And I think that if this team knocks off the Clippers, it'd be like this amazing story. Mm -hmm. But I really think that, like we mentioned, it's a wake-up call for the Clippers. And if he doesn't make that shot, I think the mentality you have in the locker room is, it's 3-1 Clippers if he doesn't make that miraculous shot. You know what I mean? So it's like... We are still in full control of the series. I think we're going to see a lot better performance from Paul George in these next two games. Not going to say he's the best player on the court, but I really think that he's going to wake up and step up a little bit, like I've been saying. And then I think that Kawhi Leonard's really going to solidify himself as that top two or three player or even maybe even one in the uh, NBA. I'm not going to say the Mavericks aren't going to play well, but I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. So I think that the Clippers gonna win in six, maybe seven. I think that if we get another miraculous performance from the Mavericks and from Luka Doncic, they could win a game. But I think that the Clippers, what we've seen in the regular season, because a lot of people were predicting a Clippers in four or five. You know, it's obviously not going to go that way. That has to go six now. So I think that my whole, you know, perception of the team and of the series isn't gonna change drastically because of four games. I'm still gonna stick with them. And I think it's going to be six or seven. Yeah,
0: that's fair. I mean, we'll see what Luca can do. But, Look, I mean, the Chris is playing pretty well, too.
1: If the Mavericks win in six or seven, you can bet next week on the podcast, I'll throw some party or something. I'll get, like <laughs> – yeah.
0: We'll get pizza for all the okay. viewers. Right,
1: and I'll get some, like, confetti <laughs> and start spraying around my room. I would love that.
0: Yeah. Although, I picked the Clippers to win the entire thing. But, like – I'd rather just see Luca win. Would you rather? When Luca yeah, hit perhaps, that shot, dude. When Luca hit that shot, like I haven't got that excited about basketball. No, here's long
1: the annoying thing: is so I'm at work all day yesterday, right? Yeah. And which is fine. I already because I'm checking Bleacher Report like every five minutes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm another, gonna tell your boss you're gonna get fired. But sorry. Right, that's <laughs> fun, you know? But then I see like five tweets of notification because I have a lot of tweet notifications up that are yeah. like, Luca, Luca's insane. What the heck, Luca? And I'm like. What did my boy Luca just do? Uh, and then you look at the buzzer you and you're like, it, no way. I, I kind of missed it, but I, I mean, at least I know coming in, I was probably going to miss like the whole yeah. game. So I saw it though. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, let's move on to another series.
0: We got the, let's go to the Celtics 76ers. That was obviously a clean sweep by the Celtics. Um, there was a couple close games. That was like one or two close games. Uh, pretty much the entire story for this is Joel Embiid had to do everything by himself. Did. Uh, Al Horford was beyond horrible. Tobias Harris was horrible. And um,
1: Prayers up for Tobias Harris, though. That was a scary Yeah. Thing.
0: Well, he went back on the court. Yeah. Which is insane. Uh, good for him. Hope, he, yeah. hope he's doing all right. Um, hope he's doing better than his basketball ability at this point. And... Obviously, no Ben Simmons. I got a question for you. On the pod about three weeks ago, I don't know, maybe three episodes ago, um, we talked about Celtics 76ers, and I said that the 76ers would beat the Celtics. Okay. He but did. hear me out. Hear me out before we start laughing. Obviously, where did you rank Ben Simmons on your top 40 NFL, NBA players, top 50, when you guys did that series? I,
1: I don't even – I think like You did on my 20th? Like 15, 15, 20 range. Okay. Like and you wanted to put him higher, correct? I look, I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, just answer the question, <laughs> Kurt. Uh, sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> now, if you're missing a top 13 NBA player, you know, he's around 13, 14, 15 in a series. That seems pretty big to me. That changes the entire series in my opinion. Um, it does, but, and, and that's great defense. That's not even a good offensive player. That's great defense on Jason Tatum. So that changes the game a lot. Um, in my opinion, they probably still would have lost because they looked really bad. I wasn't expecting Al Horford and Tobias Harris to be that bad. But that's my argument. I got to save some face, you know? I can't, can't go out I
1: respect like it. Yeah. And I do believe that if Ben Simmons does play, it changes the surface of a couple games. Boston is, in my opinion, still easily taking the series. And that's not really fairly because of Philly's inability to play at a high level. It's more focusing on how dominant Boston was. From start to finish, they, were, they have been one of the best teams in the bubble. Jason Tatum, even after that horrendous game against Milwaukee at the beginning of the bubble, has proved time in and time out that he is the future or at least one of the future faces of the NBA. Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, this team is loaded. Great coaching by Brad Stevens. The Celtics team, in my opinion, I have Toronto beating them in the next round. But that series is definitely, in my opinion, going six or seven. You're going to see some amazing matchups. You're going to see incredible basketball, and I'm excited for it. But to focus now back on the Philly-Boston series. I, I always thought that Philly was a very overrated team. And I love Simmons, and I love Embiid. But you just kind of look at the supporting cast around those two, and I'm not saying they – have bad players i just don't think it's players that really match kind of oh, philly don't match together right it just doesn't really fit there in philadelphia and look i'm excited to see what they can do next year because brett brown which i think you all know everyone knows how they feel about brett brown he's he's not going to stay yeah hopefully they in the front office can decide something out to get some help around ben simmons and Joel Embiid, because in my opinion, having a supporting cast of Al Horford, Tobias Harris is good, but it's not going to get you over the top. And to me, you have to find out some because you know a couple years ago, you're trusting the process, and the process seems like it's failed. And you need to re-energize the fan base and get them excited for something. Because if you're just in keeping the same roster, you're going insane expecting a different result. And look, I know a lot of people want to say Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid cannot be on the same team together. I kind of disagree with that. I think that a lot of people are saying you have to keep one of them. And maybe when you're looking at a monetary issue, you have to keep one of them. But when you're looking at on the court ability, I still think that if you're in the front office and if you're part of the Philadelphia 76ers organization, you can create something where those two are a star studded duo. Because I think both of them, or top 15, top 16 players in the NBA. How would you not want that on your roster? It all kind of, you got to figure out a way, and look, I'm no GM, so I don't know the answer. But my proposal to you, Philadelphia, is you got to figure out some way to get those two together and surround themselves with a fantastic supporting cast. Okay. It also doesn't help that when you're trading for players like Tobias Harris and trading for big players on that team, you're trading away so many future draft picks, That's key for if you want to head in the right direction. That's what Boston does so well. Danny Ainge is phenomenal at getting so many draft picks and getting so many great players in those drafts. That's why Boston is always in serious contention.
0: I I agree with you. Boston does it really, really well. Um, But here's my argument against your Sixers, you know, Ben Simmons, Joel can work together because – you said they're both 16, whatever, top 15 players. Why wouldn't you want that? Isolate Tobias Harris. He's a decent player by himself. Um, obviously, he hasn't. he's played pretty bad this year. But overall, he's a pretty decent player. Isolate Al Horford. Overall, he's a pretty good player. Um, if you isolate Joel Embiid, obviously, he's a great player. If you isolate Ben Simmons, he's obviously a great player but you combine all of them, they don't really work. If you remove Tobias and Al Horford, still Ben Simmons and Joel, it's possible that they don't work together because basically my argument is you see, if you combine the entire Sixers roster that they've made, they don't really work together. And I still think that problem exists when you have Joel and Ben Simmons. Like your argument said, even if they're top 16 players, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to work together. And you got to think about, what you can get for a top 15 player in the, in the future. Like you said, you gave up all your picks. Maybe you can get a first-round pick plus a player that's really helpful with Joel or with Ben Simmons, whichever one you decide to keep. Um, in my opinion, I, I used to say I would keep Ben Simmons in the past, but Joel was healthy during this series. He looked really good. This is probably, you know, I wouldn't say this is his best playoff series, but, like, I feel like he put the most effort into this one. Um, every game he and he had every reason
1: not to try you know exactly and
0: his body energy was pretty bad I'll give him that but also like it's hard it's it's very hard it's to mentally keep physically exhausting when, when no
1: one on your team and you're getting outplayed every single
0: yeah you know. but every time you look at the stat sheet he's got 30 and 12 and right. he's shooting pretty good from the field so it's like I, I honestly I think my ideas have shipped shifted I might take uh Joel over uh Simmons but I personally wouldn't keep both of them. Um, like you said, it's kind of like insanity trying to do it over and over again. Yes, if they get the rest of the supporting cast out of there and they can get some three-point shooters and some other players that can fix them, maybe it would work. But in my opinion, I think it would just be much quicker if you just got everyone out of there besides one of them. Um,
1: yeah, but- I just I, – to me, we won't spend too much longer on this. I just think that when you're evaluating the four that you just mentioned, which is Simmons – Embiid, Harris, and Horford, like just because those four are not meshing well, I don't think it's fair to automatically assume that those two won't, which is Simmons and Embiid. I'm not saying you're going to think that. I'm just saying if everyone has the assumption that those two aren't going to link, when we've seen in the past that when it's just kind of them two on the roster, like they were heading in an upward direction and a direction that Philly fans were excited for, Of course, everyone was like, we still need a third superstar. We still need some help, which makes sense to an extent, because I think that if it's simply those two on the team, you're not going to win a finals. But that's why I think that if you can somehow get rid of those two players, and obviously everyone knows that they don't want really those two players on the roster, you know, if you can kind of work something out, then I think that and you bring in someone that helps them legitimately get to the title, that's good. And like, I'm not opposed to your option on if you decide to get rid of them, getting a huge package in return. So, I mean, it's just it's going to be interesting to see what they do over the off season. Brett Brown, I expect to be fired any time now. It'll be interesting to see who they bring in as head coach. I know, you know, I just got a notification that Jawan Howard has some NBA rumors. That would be. Interesting. They they fired Rep
0: Brown officially or what? No, it's oh, just
1: yeah. I know it's going to happen any day. Yeah. Now. So, so it, I mean. It's definitely going to be a different squad. What a bit of a different issue we got going on for Philly, but I'm excited.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with Philly. Uh, I was pretty high on them, but like I said. I was two. I think saw. I had them as a 3 three heading bad. into the year. Yeah, and as i like to say, they botched it. Yeah. And if you don't really know what that means, just think about what it sounds like. They botched it. That pretty much answers it. But anyway, moving on. Um, we got Raptors Nets. This one is 3-0. It's going to be a sweep.
1: It is a um, sweep already. It's
0: 4-0. Okay. I'm lying to you. It's a <laughs> sweep. My my thing right here says 3-0. That was not me making a mistake. That is the Internet Explorer. Blame the Internet Explorer. We'll be well calling good. our lawyers later. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So obviously sweep, 4-0, Raptors. Raptors Celtics both coming off the sweeps. They're going to have a lot That's of time to prepare for each other. That's going to be such
1: a fun series.
0: It's going to be a good one. I don't want to talk about that too much because that's going to be in the next podcast, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, that'll be good. Not much to say about Raptors Nets. I mean, Nets don't have Kyrie. They don't have KD. It's going to be a totally different team next year.
1: I've been saying um, this for, like, two years now. I am so high on the Nets because I thought it happened this year with KD and Kyrie healthy. But it didn't happen, obviously. But when they – those two are healthy – they are, in my opinion, the legitimate title contenders.
0: Oh, yeah. They're going to win the East.
1: It's going to be so well, fun to watch. Might not,
0: they might not be – they might not – all right, they'll win the East in the playoffs. They might not be the first seed just because it's like KD, Kyrie. Like, they're both kind of vets. Yeah. It's not Giannis dropping like 45 points a game trying to get an MVP. Nothing against him. But they're going to win the East in the playoffs. Because
1: mm-hmm. what's their lineup looking at next year? It's Kyrie, Lavert, Harris, KD, Jordan. I guess that's their starting five. Yeah. Which I love it. That is yeah. fun. Um, you, you got so,
0: Dinwiddie, you got Jared Allen. Like, they got a squad. Yeah. And I don't they, know. They, they might move some of those players trying to get a third star. Who knows? They land Bradley Beal, like, the NBA is yeah. over. Yeah.
1: And I saw, according to Bleacher Report, um, that All right. According to All Sports Culture. Okay. According, according to our sources at All Sports Culture, yeah. that um, Greg Popovich might be coaching that. the uh Nets. The Nets have interest in him. I don't know if he would leave the Spurs because obviously he's been with the Spurs his whole career, his lengthy career. Yeah. I don't know if he'd want to switch teams and kinda of, I don't know, have to deal with Kyrie's chaos. Maybe he could help him like I guess you could say not be much of a chemistry problem that we've seen in the past. So that'll be interesting. Um but yeah not much to talk about the series raptors are legit i need people to realize that i know a lot of people have the celtics you've been winnings. talking about the raptors
0: for a while yeah so You're big I, raptors guy
1: i am but i ha i don't even have them going out of the east which is insane um but i love the raptors they're gonna be boston it's gonna go seven though it's gonna go seven
0: right. well we'll save our official predictions for next time but yeah it's definitely gonna be a good one um nuggets jazz This series is not going the way I thought it would. I'm going to be honest. Same here. Um, I think the biggest standout from this series is Donovan Mitchell. He's he's kind of built on last year, and he's just a ridiculous now. Yeah,
1: and here's what I want to say also. Let's give all the credit in the world to Donovan Mitchell. He fully deserves it. The man has been playing exceptional basketball. And I know Sam said something in the chat last night, but there's a reason why we put him over Devin Booker in our top 50 list like kid is a stud um that's nothing against Devin Booker it's just obviously those two everyone wants to compare them two together um but to me Jamal Murray deserves so much oh Jamal Murray's going off and this isn't obviously you know I saw that we posted something that was like an all overrated team and he was on it Yup, dude
0: I literally like five people I know in real life have mentioned that to me in the last two weeks they're like, yo, you put Jamal Murray on the overrated the, team.
1: Look, All Sports Culture never messes up, but that might be the only time in history yeah, where we That's the only time we've messed up. I can't up. think of another time, yeah. yeah. Um, but someone snuck
0: that in there. That wasn't even us. Someone hacked the All Sports Culture account and posted that. So yeah. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. <laughs> that was it, not
1: us, guys. And it that wouldn't let us, it. us delete it. There was something <laughs> wrong with the
0: post, dude. There was something wrong.
1: <laughs> Trust me, guys, we tried to delete it. Um Yeah, it was crazy. But I had a comment that said, I don't think at all Jamal Murray is overrated. I think if hey you want to put any title on it, it's overpaid. But even with that, I don't know if he's overpaid. Um, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray has proved, You know, to me, I, I, here's the thing about Denver. You love their team so much. Michael Porter Jr. I, I know you love Ooh. him. I know you love Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Love Jokic. Some Michael. Who doesn't love some Jokic? I know you I love, love Jokic. I love him
0: too. I love him.
1: Jamal Murray's playing insane. Like, It's a very talented, young roster. Yep. It's just, is Mike Malone out? Like, what's the, I'm not a lot of, it's just. It's an interesting question. You're a three seed in a star studded West and you're losing in the first round?
0: Especially to the Jazz, a team that like, not, I don't want to say like historically, because that doesn't really matter. But like the past few years, like they haven't really done well. Well, the the Jazz have been really
1: unlucky in the past with first round matchups Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: they've had to play Rockets and who they have to play after that. They had to play someone tough. I remember. So Denver's a tough team, but maybe they're a lot better than we think. And maybe it's one of those situations where they just got very unlucky on the matchups on who they play. But it's, it's it's tough because you know, they're going to have to play the Mavericks or Clippers. I don't think that, you know, Maybe if they play Dallas, then they can get a win there. But I think if they're playing L.A., I don't see it happening and going to the next round. So we'll see. Though um, Jazz have really impressed. They. To, I had Nuggets and six. That's wrong. So yeah, that was like about what I had. Yeah. My thing with
0: Jamal Murray. Um, obviously, we put him on the overrated. Uh, when he's playing his, when he's playing to the best of his ability, like. He's a very, very good player. Like, he obviously has great range. He has good playmaking ability. Like, last game was probably one of the best games of his career um, in terms of because it was probably the biggest game of his career. Not the biggest game of his career, but it was a big game for him, and he did really, really well. Um, but he's inconsistent, in my opinion. That's kind of where I get the overrated thing. I don't, I don't think he's overrated because he has been pretty consistent lately. But – before this playoff series, he was an inconsistent player in my mind. Um, he would have really bad shooting nights, and everyone has bad shooting nights, but they would be more frequent than most people. So that's yeah. kind of where I understood where we were coming from. But, yeah, obviously, he's not really overrated anymore. He's really come to that contract, and he's kind of a beast now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you have that. You have Jokic on the same team. I don't really know how they're losing. Um, Gobert is having a really good series.
1: Gobert defensively is so good. Yeah, he's just Because I remember last it's night, it was down the stretch. Murray was driving to the rim. Gobert met him at the rim. It wasn't full on a block, but it was a fantastic defensive play. And it just proved time in and time out. He is a fantastic at-the-rim defensive player. Defensively, obviously, what is he? Two-time defensive player of the year? Yep. Something like that. So, Jazz are good. It's just – The NBA, so many good teams. Like it is insane.
0: There are there are a lot of good teams. Um, So we'll see. We'll move on though. We will go to the Bucks Magic. Obviously, the Magic dropped uh, or the Bucks dropped Game One. Kind of like you know, I'm sure everyone's heard this by now. But guess who lost Game One to the Magic last year? The Toronto Raptors. Or did they they lost Game One or Game Two? They lost Game One. Game One. Yep
1: because of a and, dj and, augustine three-pointer dj augustine i remember <laughs> that
0: um and then guess who won the nba finals toronto raptors if you didn't know that I'm and guess news. who i have yeah. won in the finals you do have the bucks and that's why you're completely wrong kurt because they're not you gonna just, win
1: you just proved my point
0: I know, I know. I was just proving that it's a weird conspiracy theory that I have, but it's not.
1: So you still have time to hop on the Milwaukee. I still do
0: have time because the Clippers aren't looking great. But if, if, all right, let me say this. If the Clippers lose to Mavericks, I'm, I already know who I'm picking. I'm picking the Mavericks to win the NBA finals. I'm not kidding. I'm all in. If the Mavericks win this series, I'm all in on the Mavs. But anyway, um, with the Bucks. There's not much to be said. I think the biggest thing for the box, I mean, everyone knows it. It's, there's one simple answer. Actually, I guess there's two um, to how they, how they win the NBA Finals. It's, the simple answer is, um, well, most people would say, you know, Giannis needs to shoot threes <laughs> or Giannis needs to – It's always Giannis. Um, yeah, yeah, it's always Giannis. That's why. That's like the simple answer. That's what most people would say. But the real answer is Chris Middleton has to play like a second star. Um he had a really bad shooting night. I think the first the first game definitely he maybe even the second he game, I don't really
1: remember. Showed up in game three. Yeah. I think it was. His shooting was a lot better. And the one mm-hmm. thing I will say about Milwaukee is if you look at that game three performance, defensively they looked like how they were the whole season because the Bucks have not been playing super well in the bubble. Yeah, especially, especially at when three he, point.
0: They can't Right. And then
1: they run. really looked better you know, like I said, shooting and defensively, those are the two things to me that they did a lot better. And those are the really, in my opinion, the two ways that they're going to win the NBA title. They got to execute those things because if you look at them as a team and look at them as coaching, like they have every right and every reason to go to the NBA finals and win it. They were the best team in basketball. And that's why like when people say to me, like bucks aren't winning the finals, I don't care about that. But when you're saying like, there's no chance, I'm like, there's a chance for sure. You know, the yeah. Bucks are a lot better. And I think like, because I know I said this, what was it like five, six weeks ago? Everyone's like, so who do you got? The Clippers or Lakers? And to me, I was like, why is it just them two? Why are we not putting any respect on the East? So, you know, when you look at the Bucs, what they did in regular season, if they can showcase that in the playoffs and what they showcased in game three, to me, they're winners. Um, game one though, was awful. Like, there's no sugarcoating that. You know, Orlando played great, but it was one of those situations where we focused more on Milwaukee's inability as opposed to Orlando's, I guess, ability. So, Milwaukee just has to play like they did in the regular season in Game 3, in my opinion. They're good.
0: Yeah. Um, Milwaukee's definitely got a shot. Obviously, they're one of the, the best, like, overall team. I would say, like, team teams, if you know what I mean. Like, they just play really well right. together. Um, and obviously, recently, they haven't been playing great. But if they figure that out, a lot of people are saying the Heat are going to be, like, a really bad matchup for them. You got Bam. Obviously, Bam's, like, the Giannis the stopper. I don't even think that's true at all. Um, and obviously, the Heat are a really good three-point shooting team. The Bucs have been pretty bad at defending the three-point line. But in my opinion, the Bucs are going to beat the Heat. But right, I get it. But discussion for I, a different day.
1: I think people focus i think too much on matchups like i think that when you're looking at the bucks and the heat everyone's like oh the heat match up so well against the bucks i have them winning which yes they do and that's why i think it's gonna be a lot more competitive series but i think it's sometimes like we just have to realize like milwaukee is still the better team in my opinion no and i'm gonna value that more than a matchup any day of the week so i know a lot of people have miami doing well we have some Miami fans in the ASC, so obviously they're they're, uh, they're high on the heats. But um, to me, a lot of respect for what they did to Indiana. I thought that Indiana would give them a couple games. It's not like that's going to happen. It's not over.
0: It's not over yet. T.J. Right. Warren is coming out from the dead.
1: He is. Um, but, I mean, if Miami's playing this way, they have every reason to believe that they can beat Milwaukee. But to me, I still think when it's when – you know – When Milwaukee and Miami meet up, I have Milwaukee winning it.
0: Yep, I agree.
1: But, obviously, we'll talk about that matchup for uh, next podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, So, we just talked a little bit about it, but Heat Pacers, Heat are, it's looking like a clean sweep. I mean, obviously, when you're up 3-0, you got a bunch of momentum. It's it's tough to win that one game. But, uh, I mean, the Pacers can do it. But, overall, not much to say about this series, I don't think. The Heat are just playing really well. Um, Tyler Hero is a bucket guy has so much sweat. there's a
1: bucket is Gorn Dragic. That yeah, man has been bawling. Yeah, so is Duncan bucket. Robinson. Like their shooting has been unreal. Duncan Robinson. I just look at that guy, I'm like, how is that guy in the NBA?
0: No, right. No hate to Duncan, but like your name's Duncan, first of all. Dude. Your name is du- Actually, maybe because like his name's Duncan, like he's gotta be in the NBA. It's like Duncan, you know, like Duncan the
1: ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um not much I have to say really about the series. Yeah, Indiana's really not been playing well, and yeah, it's sad. All the leaving. I love like everyone had Miami because we lost. If you listen to the um, last podcast I did with Sam, he had Miami in four, and I had like Miami in six, and I was like or seven, like five, six, seven. I don't know. It was like obviously on the later end. Five, actually, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. None <laughs> of those. Maybe even four, I don't know. <laughs> But um. I was like, where's the respect towards Indiana? They're a four seed. Like, they played really good basketball. T.J. Warren's really showcasing his talent. Victor Oladipo, he hasn't really been the same since his injury, but he can still be a very good player. I know they don't have no which really hurts them. Yeah, but I was like, massive. they could still win a couple games. No, that's the only time that I've been wrong ever. Ever. Yep, that's documented. I've never been wrong. been wrong.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, he he probably in four. Uh maybe five, but probably four.
1: Maybe five, six, uh, seven. You know something. Maybe like five or six or seven.
0: I don't know. Maybe a game eight. Who knows? Um all right, so moving on. Thunder Rockets last game was pretty insane. Obviously. Oh. Uh CP three missed that layup at the end of the game, but then he redeemed himself in overtime. He had a really good overtime. Um but yeah. the Rockets they, I mean then I have Russell Westbrook and they're up two one. And the first two games, they, they kind of I mean, they didn't destroy the thunder, but, um, they, they didn't thunder, they did. but yeah, the thunder didn't really have a chance of winning either of those games. Yeah. So this is interesting. I really didn't think it played out like this. I honestly thought every single game would be very, very close. Cause that kind of just seems like what, like this thunder team is. I definitely saw them losing in probably like six games, but I thought every single game would be within like four or five points. Um, just because, like, they're scrappy. They are young, not, not necessarily young. They have CP3, they have Golinari. I guess they're not young at all. But uh, <laughs> I just think of, like, shy, so he's kind of, like, that young, like, kind of ascending into a star. But, um, yeah, the Rockets, have, the Rockets have been doing good. Honestly, they haven't been playing great, though. Um, yeah. Besides, like, James Harden, I mean, and James Harden had a pretty bad shooting performance, one of the games. But, like, Eric Gordon's probably been their third best player, and he's shooting, like, 20% from three, I think.
1: Well, here's the thing. and
0: What's the thing, Kurt?
1: Like, I'm wearing a Houston shirt, by the way, so it's fitting that I have to show this now that we're talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment that James Harden got fouled out, I literally knew the game was over. Like, they have no offense when James Harden is not on the court. Yeah, because they have goes- no offense.
0: They, they just like Harden go up there, dribble the ball right. around, and go Which, shoot. So no one knows what they're doing.
1: It's to me, I'm going to say it again. I've said it before. I think that James Harden, if he's not now, will be the best offensive player we've ever seen. The kid's unreal. And that's why, to me, when you take him out of the game, who are you? Because with no Ru- Russell Westbrook either, literally tell me who's going to score on that team PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, Austin
0: Rivers, I don't know.
1: Daniel House. Like, nothing against those guys, because they are crucial to the team and for them to go far. But they're not, obviously, those number ones and number twos that are going to make them go over the top, and you know what I mean? So I know what you mean. I'm glad you do. Um, But to me, I thought that um, the Thunder would not really play better, but the first two games, I was, like, not expecting that from the OKC. I love this OKC team, especially when they run a lineup of – CP3, Shea, Schroeder, Gallinari, and Adams like that small ball lineup they do. When you know it's to me that is filthy. It's fun, Um, and then you have players on the team like Lou Dort, who defensively is such a stud. Obviously, you saw that in Game Three. Like this team is fun to watch, and I think that they could still make this a six or seven game series. The Thunder they got to play a lot better in Game Four, and The thing is, though, like I want to see Russell Westbrook come back because the Houston Rockets team is so different when he's on the court. And I think it's not really, I would say, unfair, but I want to see a matchup where those two have their best squads and they're going at it in a six or seven game series. That's what I want to see. I agree. I mean, who doesn't want to see
0: Russell Westbrook on the court? He's one of the best players in the NBA. Obviously, we want him on the court, but... I agree. Also, for anyone that's going to talk shit, um, there's a blind on that window, by the way. I know my head, it's like very light and it looks like I'm just getting blasted by light, which I am. Uh, But there's 100% a blind on that window. It doesn't make any sense. It's 2020. Where is my blind? Like, that's my blind? That's bullshit. Also,
1: yeah, if you guys are new, we're doing a video cam now because we're posting all the podcasts to YouTube.
0: We are posting them on YouTube. If you want to go watch on YouTube, you can look at our faces. Um,
1: but it's also gonna be on Apple Podcasts, so it's gonna be you get the two in one special. Listen to it on both platforms. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. We we know exactly what we're doing. But anyway. Um, Lakers, Blazers, this is the last uh the last series. Yeah. Um, see this one this one was funny, honestly. This one is like this is the epitome of sports and like the average fan. Listen, I'm not calling you out if you're an average fan. I love you. I love you, all of you. But um, I'm sure actually there's someone that's listening to that I don't like. But besides the fact, um, this is the epitome of like the average sports fan and just overreaction. The Blazers win game one. And I'm not kidding. If you S if you like, poll people, the Blazers would probably be winning. Like, they probably would have be favorited in the series. Like, if you just pulled like, normal people, like, that were, like, all, talking on social media and shit, not, like, people that consider themselves, like, hardcore NBA fans and all that. My opinion, I knew the Lakers are going to win the series. They're still going to win. Um, but the Blazers won the first game, and everyone was like, oh, the Blazers have all of the momentum. Um, the Blazers are going to win. Listen, the Blazers are the eighth seed. They're not that good of a basketball team. I mean, Damian Lillard is a beast, but CJ is pretty inconsistent. Um, Just overall, they don't match up to the Lakers. I mean, you're talking about LeBron and Anthony Davis. You're talking about Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, both top 15 players. Why wouldn't you want that on your roster? We're talking about potentially the best player in the NBA and probably the fourth or fifth best player in the NBA together on the same roster. You think that the eighth seed Blazers are going to beat the Lakers? You're out of your
1: mind. All right, so... I don't care how
0: deep Damian Lillard's shooting from. He could shoot from the other end line. They're not winning the game.
1: I get where you're coming from, but when you say they're not that good of a team, that's where I strongly disagree. I don't know if that was the right vocabulary you wanted to use. Oh, that's what I wanted to use. All right, well, you look at this Portland team, and maybe it's because we, you know, I have a tendency to where I have a take or a prediction... I'm going to stick with it no matter what happens. So I had Portland coming into the season as a three seed.
0: I had them as like a fourth or fifth so, seed, so I thought they were going to be pretty good.
1: I still think.
0: But it's reality, it's, Kurt. You got to face reality let me sometimes. Let me, let, sorry, let me talk. Man. Eighth seed, bro. I know the injuries and all that, but they are not the even going to get six You
1: get, You give me a healthy Portland team, and I get it. Injuries happen. But you give me a healthy Portland team that is now being presented on the basketball court. And you give me a better C.J. McCollum. Because in the regular season, he's not playing that well. And he's played a lot better in the bubble. You give me that C.J. McCollum. You give me no injuries. You give me a Damian Lillard that's playing like the best basketball player of all time. All right. Well, Kurt, what else do you want? You want
0: fucking – what do you want? you want? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll give you Kevin Durant then. All right? You're no, going to have Kevin. No, no,
1: I'm just saying what we're seeing in the bubble, if that was presented the whole season, they would be a three seed, which I predicted. So, I'm not as stupid as I seem. Like I said, I've never been wrong in my life. (laughs) Um, Like, to me, they're a good basketball team. a really good basketball team. And look, I said this on the last podcast. I was so close to being right. I said, Portland's going to win game two. They they won game one. So, I was like, one game off. I was like, they're going to win game two. Everyone in the world is going to say Portland's winning the series. It's going to jump on the bandwagon, and then Lakers are going to win in five. I said those exact words. If you don't believe me... Well, that's only what is. I just argued, and you're saying I'm stupid. I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just... That, that's what I said. I'm just saying... I'm arguing you saying they're not that good of a basketball team. They're, oh, a, yeah. they're a very good basketball team. I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> Dude, I think people just... I completely agree with you that the Lakers are winning in five, and the overreaction to the Portland is blasphemy. But it doesn't... It, it's... To me, Portland is still a fantastic basketball team. It's just a shame that they had to go up against a, you know, a title contender in LA.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I when I say they're not a good basketball team, I still think that they would probably be beating most of the teams in the West right now. But I mean, not most of the teams. I would say like, like if they were in like the four or five matchup, they'd probably win. Um, but when, in, that is in, in, uh,
1: that is houston and okc yes but
0: in comparison to the uh to the lakers i don't think they're a very good team because realistically like just look at the game if dame is not scoring 50 they don't really have a chance to win in my opinion um you, you just obviously it's all about defensive game I mean, plan you can you say the same dame.
1: thing with the mavericks though if luke is not scoring that many do they have a chance to win
0: I agree, but Luca's is 10 times better than any. I mean, I mean not Luca. Um, Chris Apps is better than anyone on Portland, besides Dane. I mean, all right. Don't, I don't want to hear CJ. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I didn't say CJ. I don't know. It looks like you're about to mouth CJ to me. <laughs> uh, I don't no, want to no, hear no. that. <laughs> um, Chris I'm just, is definitely. All I'm saying is. And they have amazing three-point shooting.
1: But so, I mean. The now, here's all I'm saying. Really if you're going to say, shooting. though, that they have no chance of winning with Damien Lord. If he doesn't score like 50 points, you have to, in my opinion, say the same thing about the Mavericks and Luka. I mean, you could say this about
0: a lot of teams, to be fair. But uh, actually, no, you really can't. But you can say about a couple teams. Yeah. But here's the thing. The Blazers suck. That's what it comes <laughs> they just, at. <laughs> they just don't, though. <laughs> nah, dude, they're not that good, I'm telling you. Actually, I do want hey, to No, this. No. Here's exactly I mean... what's going
1: to happen, though. The Lakers are going to win in five. <laughs> And you're going to come back to this podcast and be like, I told you, man, when I was agreeing with you the whole time.
0: No, I, I know. I know. I know. They're, they're okay. They're they're decent. I'll give them that. They're a decent Good. team. But, but here's the Portland. thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I actually, I want to openly admit this to all the podcast listeners because obviously everyone debates Kyrie Dame. We've done the debate about a thousand times on this podcast. I'm not going to talk about that anymore but I do want to bring it up a little bit just because <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I do want to bring it up. <laughs> right, right, I don't know. Right. I'm just going to reference it a little bit. I've okay. always been on the Kyrie side just because I think he's more talented, blah, 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 whatever. Um, you know, I've come around to Dame a lot. I've been, I've, you could probably label me a Dame hater. Uh, probably sound like a Dame hater right now saying Portland's not that good. But I mean, Dame is ridiculous. Like he is insane. Um, He's definitely better than Kyrie, in my opinion. Just you've, you've admitted it. I, I've admitted it. I've come around, dude. Uh my thing is like, alright, we're talking all right, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna bring up this debate. I can't do Dame Kyrie again. I've done it way too many times. But anyway, um Dame Dame is ridiculous. Uh I, I think he needs a little more help on that team. Like I said, I don't think they're very good. They're they're solid. But I mean the guy's getting double teamed at the logo. Like, what that's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. they don't even, they don't do that to ninety nine percent of NFL players. NFL players, they definitely don't double team them at the logo. NBA players, that's like James Harden, and that's it. It's like Dame James Harden. That's really the only people they double team at the logo. So, uh, I don't know. I, I saw a lot of times like you would get double teamed, then he'd pass out of it, and then they would just like shoot a three and they would miss. And it's like there's three minutes left, Dame. Like you kind of have to. Obviously, you don't want to be a ball hog and, like, turn the ball over and try to do too much. But at some point, you do have to put the game into your hands. So, if the game's close and he's getting double teamed at the logo, maybe pass the ball and try to get it back. I don't know. I, I don't – I've seen – I saw him pass the ball multiple times and they just bricked the three. Not to say they don't have good three-point shooting. I mean, CJ can shoot. Gary Trent is a beast at shooting. Um, but overall, Respect I need to see – my boy
1: Carmelo, too. Yeah, no, Carmelo has been playing really I, well. Yeah, I love Carmelo. Um, yeah, my
0: my friend actually has like this method where about the NBA bubble where you need a street baller on your team. Like anyone without a street baller is not gonna win. Yeah. And obviously, like Melo is like a terror, stereotypical street baller. Like that's his game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Who's another player like that? Uh. Like Jr. Smith. He thinks Jr. Smith is gonna be like huge in the bubble, <laughs> which he's not. But like, that's funny. um. Because because I I understand the argument though. Like it's di- it's different playing in those gyms than it is playing in an arena. Um, I mean, yeah. peop- the players have said that not even just the fans, it's more about like depth perception. And when you're shooting, you know, the wall is literally like 25 feet back of the the hoop in an arena. You got, well, I don't know, like 3000 feet to go. However, yeah. many. I don't know how much, how many feet our arena is. It's not my specialty, but it- it's different. It's different for shooters, depth perception. It's easier for them to make shots. Um, so When someone gets hot, they could really get hot, and that's kind of what Carmelo is doing. He's been playing pretty well, so props to him. Everyone thought he was washed, but um, damn, you know, Blazers actually they might be the best team ever now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> You're
1: coming to the realization, yeah.
0: but that's pretty much it. That's all the playoff series. Um, we've we just got I think we've went long enough. This is pretty long, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think we're all good.
0: All right, well. If you enjoyed listening, leave a like on YouTube, comment your thoughts down below. We'd love to hear them. Love to argue a little bit more about my Blazers take if you don't mind. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. And until next time, all sports culture out.